Blog Talk Radio. About your bias, at least. 
Okay. Well, you know, it's all sweaty stuff that makes you smell bad. So for me, I like nah. to sit and do other things. Um, I'll watch it well. a little bit. I mean, <laughs> I don't have to have it. Now, if you give me some incentive for watching, I'm fine incentive for watching. Like, I okay, can watch the Knicks game right now. I can watch the Knicks game as long as Tyson Chandler is there. I can watch the well, Knicks game. It, it is what it is, and we'll 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 find ways to figure that out. I've I've converted <laughs> I've converted women I've converted women on playing on on watching basketball and watching football too. But I'll have to discuss that another time. Um, yeah, let me note that we will not discuss that tonight. However, you owe me a story. Mm-hmm. That you, you do. Okay, so this evening we actually have um, a guest. So everybody has to be on their best behavior. I know that's hard to ask you to do, sir. Uh, but, uh-oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we're going to keep it just um, one source of testosterone for a while because I know I can't throw any more in here or things are going to go horribly awry. So, we're going to stay with this one, this ratio, this one to two ratio um, for a minute. And we're going to get into um, some of uh, a discussion. Um, and the discussion that we want to touch on the most that we possibly can, because you know we have a hard time with our focus. Uh, but we're going to start with this discussion about what comprises a person's character. What is it that forms our character? Because some people think the statement, the argument that I had a few days ago was that um, intention and um, character, what someone intends to do or how someone intends. He didn't intend for it to be that way or he she didn't intend for it to be that way. So, you know, how far do intentions go when you're trying to denote a person's character and what's real and what's not? So uh, we'll throw that out there, too, to talk about with our guest. And I don't want to mispronounce her name, and I'm afraid that I will, but I'm going to let her correct me um, as we bring her on. L'Oreal Balu, I believe, is her name, and I'm sure she'll correct me when she gets here. She's going to talk to us about her current project and turn the readers on to kind of um, where to find her work and what it's about. And we're just going to give her a platform to kind of do some promotion of her latest release. So I'm going to save some important information for um later about the personalities that I have mixing, cohabitating <laughs> in the studio this evening with Shakir and our guest. Um, I'm sure he's done his homework, though, because that's what he does. So, um, Shakir, are you ready to be nice? Yeah, I'll be fine. I'm good. 
right. So I know you're over there, like, writing notes down about character because you've got to come out with all this very prolific information because that's what you like to do. But I, I, um, have my, I have my days. Most of the time, usually they're on Wednesdays. <laughs> yeah, you have paid attention to you have paid attention to the other days of the week. I see. <laughs> well, okay, but well, we're gonna go ahead and get started, and um, we're gonna go ahead and bring on our guest. Um, and Gloria, you here with us? Yes. Okay, now correct me on the pronunciation of that so I can make sure I say it correctly. It's L'Oreal Ballou. Ballou. Okay. All right. So I got you on the L'Oreal. That's correct, huh? Yes. All right, so L'Oreal. Well, now that we got, um, yeah, now that we got that out of the way, how are you doing, L'Oreal? <laughs> I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing quite well tonight. That's good. Okay. Well, I want to give you the opportunity to kind of introduce yourself to the listeners that we have um, and then share with them your writing, you know, your uh, novel and kind of summary, not to give too much away, but so they get an idea of what it is that you write about. Okay, well, my name is Gloria Ballou. Um I'm from Maryland. I started writing at the age of 15. I write Christian fiction. Um, that's basically The book is about um, this girl who goes through trials and tribulations, but God brings her through. Okay. <clears throat> and the title of your uh, novel is? Brianna White. Brianna which is available White. on Amazon and the. Mm-hmm. Okay. What 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 made you decide to use that as 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 the title for your book? Um, it was the first thing that came to mind. Really, I didn't want it to be too uh, cliche. So, I can understand that. Um, would it be uh, would it be safe to say that it's, it's I won't say it's based on anyone in particular, or and I, I don't want to make that assumption either. Um, it. As far as this, as far as Brianna is concerned, is it is it more along the lines of life and times type of uh, type of prose that you're dealing with with your uh, with this particular book that you were trying to that you were trying to create with? Yes. Well, of course, it's not about me. It's fiction. No, I, I wasn't. Yeah, I was. I wouldn't suggest that. I, I, I usually when it comes to when it comes to personal titles like that. You know, usually it's a matter of, you know, I wasn't sure if it was a life and times type of thing, not necessarily of the author herself, but, you know, mm-hmm. maybe someone that you may have researched or maybe someone close to you perhaps, you know, maybe along those lines perhaps. Um, um, would I drop the mark on that or is it something else entirely? Um, no, it's nothing like I didn't know anyone named that or anything. It was just made up basically fiction. Okay, good deal. Okay, so in in the story, um, tell us. Brianna White is our main character, mm-hmm. and we're we're following her character through. Where do we pick up? Where do we end up? Are we following her from you know adulthood? You starting in a space in her life? Are you kind of following her from childhood to you know young twenties? 
tell us kind of how the life's being here we're dealing with when we read uh, your story. Um, I would say from middle school to go, going, in, going into high school. So it's like a transition. Okay. Okay, okay so we're picking, we're just kind of dealing with that window of teen, teenage dumb. Yes. Okay. Okay. So what made you what made you target that time period? Do you see this as something that you're gonna do maybe in a series of um different transitions throughout life for this one character? Or were you trying to get really to a message and it was best chosen for that time period? Yeah, a message for the youth. Okay. Um so you don't Yeah, so mhm. See this is something that you continue, maybe taking her from what happens, you know, after high school or college life, or, or do you see this as just kind of, um, you have to start a whole other. I haven't thought about it yet. Okay. So, I mean, right now I ended the book where she's, like, going into high, well, she's still in high school. So maybe, maybe later on in the future I may do it where she's um in college. Maybe, I'm not sure yet. This is and this is in fact your first novel. Yes. Okay. And how was that writing as a writer? How was that experience um, tapping into a fictitious character in such a transitional part of um, of life? I mean, because for all of us, when we went through that middle school age, man, you know what kind of changes we go through. What made you think, you know, hey, that's what I want to tap into on my first, you know, step out there? Because, I mean, that's a hard area to capture all those emotional uh, areas of uh, development for, you know, for kids. So what made you tackle that? Is something pressing, you know, something maybe you've seen go on? What what forced you to kind of start there for your first um, novel? Um, well, for me, it's, like, all about the teens, the youth. So I kind of wanted, like, all my books to target the youth. Maybe not in the middle school age, but most likely, like, in the high school and transitioning and stuff. I feel like it's not enough Christian authors or teens. So I was like, okay, let me try to do something different. Let me tackle something different that you really don't see. So Okay. I was like, okay, let me go to the middle school, high school stage. That's where a lot of people are transitioning and really trying to find themselves. Okay. Okay. So that's something that I know is uh, close, you know, near and dear to to both of our hearts when you talk about those transitioning moments for kids. Um, so things did you pull from yourself, or did you like actually go and pull from environment? What kind of motivated you to to capture um, the transitional point um, in those high school years? Where did you get um, your? I'm sorry. Where did you get your a little um, bit like, and. Um, experience and environment. It's all about environment for me. Okay. And, and so what type of environment fed, fed into um, your writing? Well, basically, like, 
high school, everyday life. And I said, okay, well, I know people are going through this. I can write that. Or I know how it feels to be this, so maybe I can write that and put it in. Just to make sure that the uh, readers are like, it's, it's relatable. Okay. 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 So, so how close to, and, and I, I mean, you don't have to tell me your age, but how close to those years are you? Far removed, been out of school a long time, or fresh on your mind, or um, not that far. I'm okay. in my early twenties, so. Okay, so some of the stuff was like real fresh on your memory. Mhm. And okay. still really, really relevant too. Yeah. No, 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 no. I was, I, I was just chiming in real quick. I, I, I was just listening in to what she was saying, see if there was anything that might spark the question or two in my head. Right now, I, I'm, I'm just listening in. Mhm. Okay, because I'm just sitting here thinking, what are some of the things that um, you feel like needed to be addressed? Because um, you're saying there's not enough Christian fiction in that for that uh young adult. So what is it what kind of messages do you think they really need as that? What what types of um subject matter Well the message in this hmm? Go ahead. Oh the message in this book is basically forgiveness and faith. Like is the biggest thing. And it's so easy to lose faith when Things aren't going the way that you want it to be or the, or the way that you think it should be going. So it's just about forgiveness and faith in this book. Okay. Do you see that being, a, being an issue for, for young adults, um, a big issue? Yes. Okay. Okay. So um, in looking at that being an issue, what are some some ways you see authors as being able to combat some of the things that you feel like um, are missing in that group? Um, that's a good question. Or, I don't know. I tell me some of the things that more. maybe you do. Okay. And so do do you feel like more the more they read about it? Yeah. The more they read about it, the more it'll probably sink into the sink in. Okay. In your in your personal experiences, because uh <laughs> you're closer to that um age group than I am now and I I mean <laughs> and just a little bit. I'm going I'm gonna stay in my twenties till they bury me. But um <laughs> What um, do you see as um, the way to get that age group to read those things? How do you how do you see being able to affect that change for a guy to go in the library and say, "I want to read Brianna White. That's White. That's what I want to. You know, you got that in the library. Can I check that out?" What do you see as a as the motivating factor to get picking that up and and reading that type of um or that genre of writing? Because like you said, it's not like there's a whole lot out there. So, mm-hmm. 
what do you see motivating them to to say, you know what, I'm going to try this Christian fiction and I'm going to listen to this message. But what would you see as a way of motivating kids to do that? Um, I would say diversity because a lot of people now are reading urban fiction. Mm-hmm. And I just think it would be, you know, diversity. Try to try something new and see what it's about. Mhm, mhm, okay. And if you can get um, get more urban fiction writers to listen, how would you appeal to to their writing to to encourage kids to listen to the message in in the literature? How would you get urban writers to want to focus their energies there? If this was your um, platform, what would, what would you maybe say to them? Maybe try that. something writing. Try writing something different, and not the mm-hmm. same old stories all the time. Just try something different. Step out of your element. Step out of your comfort zone. Mhm. And just try. Did you try have to? to hmm? I was gonna say, did you have to do any of that in your um, writing? Um, a little bit. Not that much because I knew where I was where I wanted to go with it. So I mean, I'm pulling stuff here and there, but not not really. What it um when you when you write about or when you write for the perspective of your other characters was that challenging? Yes, it was. Okay. And um, what what. What do you feel um, was the hardest part of that? The hardest part was trying to get, trying to make it all come together and flow together. Like, two of the characters are from South Carolina. So I don't live there, so I was like, okay, how can I make this relatable? How do I make it sound not too cliche and so far off? So what did you try? Okay. What were your, um, you know, what did you try to do? What what helped you broaden your perspective? Um, went on YouTube, looked, you know, looked at how they talked and how they dress and different different things that they said and different things that they do and places that they hang out and stuff. I'm sure sure it sounds like I cut you off. Oh, no, not at all, not at all. <laughs> Um, I guess it's just a matter of, I, I guess from my end, um, just just different things. Um, when you went through, when you went through the process of, of writing Brianna, uh, Brianna White, what what exactly what 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 was going through your head as you were going through the actual prose, as you were going through the main the the the, the storyline itself? Uh, was it something that just kind of, I guess, clicked for you, or was it something that just really just was a, a, a longer process than you had anticipated? Um, it kind of clicked for me because I knew where I wanted to go with it, and I was like, okay, well, this isn't projected as much. So I was like, okay, let me write something that's different. Let me write something that's swept under the rug. So I was like, okay, I know where I want to go with this, so let me just go ahead and write it out. Okay. Well, considering considering that you know the the Christian fiction genre itself is is pretty wide, you know, it, it's pretty widespread itself as well. 
um, what do you feel might be uh, might be something is, that, that might be a little bit more distinctive about your work within that genre as well? Um, not really sure. I'm not really sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know about that well, one. Well, maybe what what would you like for them to walk away? saying about, you know, um, about your work. When they think of L'Oreal, what do you want them to walk away saying, oh, I know the story is, or I know I'm going to get, or, you know, what what do you want to leave as your mark there? I want to leave something that some change and inspiration and and this, knowing that you can make it through, I don't want, okay, L'Oreal, you know, she's just like the other ones. No, every author is different, and every author brings something different to the table. So I just want to make sure that when people read it, they're inspired and uplifted, and just know that they can do all things through Christ, no matter what. Okay. So, so um do you see yourself maybe as an advocate for the genre in this age group? Do you see yourself as being maybe a beacon where, you know, you spark the change, you you bring the authors to this area to write in this space for the young adults and you and provide the Christian message message, I'm sorry. Do you do you see this as something that you are a trailblazer for? Yeah. Yeah, I do. And so, you know, looking looking down the line a little bit, looking a little bit ahead, um, and knowing where you are, what you've accomplished to this point and then, you know, how that can feed over somewhere else. What do you see your work as being a catalyst for? What do you see Brianna White and you being able to do to to fill the void that you see. Mm. Hmm. Maybe being the first book that people actually are like drawn to and like actually coming to Christ through it. Like, all of my work, I want to leave a message and a testimony. Like, that will probably be my signature thing. So, like, I guess down the road, maybe a couple more books, they're going to be like, oh, okay. I remember her first book being Brianna White. I remember her. Like, she left a mark, and I'm going to keep reading them over and over again. Whatever she she brings to the table, I'm going to read it. I already know, you know the message or where she's, I'm going to get something out of it. Mm-hmm. Because so okay. I can see, I can see you doing something in a physical form with this, um, you know, starting, starting some kind of a, a movement maybe, you know, with with you having this um, this genre where um, you're one of the few, and it leaves you um, some some doors to open maybe. Um, gives you some opportunities that maybe are not um, as afforded in the big urban fiction 
under that umbrella, but maybe in this Christian fiction for young adults, maybe you could do something there. Um, you know, maybe play with some ideas, becoming more of a um, organized type of. Um, I don't know, maybe put together some kind of a, a reading or something where you know that they're getting the experience with your message or with a message in that genre. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe you're on to something bigger. Yeah. Do you, do you even, do you have any of those kind of thoughts for your, for your, because you, you're doing something, like you said, that not every author does and you're in, a genre that's not widely um, written in. So do you see something more physical coming from it? You know, not just the writing, but some actual... Um, I'm going to leave that in God's hand. Whatever he leaves me to do, hey, I'll do it. But right now I'm just behind the scenes writing. Um, One of the other things that we do with our show is we also run a conversation um, concurrent with our uh, guests and their writing. So one of the things that um, we have for this show was talking about what makes a person's character. What are the things that create character? And thinking about the Christian fiction and thinking about um, the young adults, I want to also throw out to our listeners that we're talking about what do you think creates character in, you know, we, we can look at our youth. What do you think creates character? And I just had a, a nice discussion um, prior to the show about those things that are comprising our youth character and are are affecting it in some way. So I also want to tackle that. So when you wrote Brianna, Brianna White, what were you trying to kind of combat? What were you kind of writing, not necessarily against, but what was it that you were trying to give an alternative to? Um, I would say to speak up. Speak up about what so, you're going through. Okay, so you, you're trying to give an outlet, or you were trying to combat the whole need for um, conversation, or, you know, being able to spark those conversations that kids need to have. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, good deal. So in your book, when you are looking at some of the people that you created, when you look at the um, main characters that the readers get to know a lot about, what were some things that you were trying to do when you were creating your characters? What are some things that you were trying to do to make sure um, affected who they became? Because I know that, you know, in 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 your writing you get to play God. You get to make your characters become these people because you get to create these environments and um, 
you know, trials and tribulations that they come, you know, overcome or either succumb to, you get to create those. So what were some things that you were trying to make sure you did to the character of your character? Um, I would say with Brianna White, the main thing with her was just speaking and praying, talking about stuff a lot, and not trying to hold everything in. Okay. So prayer was something that you wanted to make important to your character for the those readers. Mhm. Okay. And okay, well we had a caller and now we don't. So okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's like uh in and then out. But okay. Um okay. So so what else what character did you want to make sure was there that maybe that you don't necessarily support, but you wanted to make sure it was represented because, like you said, you want to make sure your writing is relevant to this to this the youth. So, what type of what type of character did you want to make sure was um, definitely there, even though you didn't support him? Her father. I had to make sure her the father was in there. Mm-hmm. Say that again. You had to make sure the father was was in there. Okay. And what was what was the significance of that? What what were you doing with that person? Um. Well, in the story, he raped her, so I had to make sure that you know he was present, but I didn't really like what he did, so but he had to be in there because, yeah, had to be in there. Okay, okay so those, is that one of those forgiveness forgiveness um, aspects? Yes. Okay. So we're going to try to take right. this call before it drops because it's gone. Never mind. What's wrong with your line, caller? Is that Mr... Richard, every time I get ready to answer, your call drops. I'm not sure what happened to you. <laughs> we may need to catch him quick, man. Yeah, I have to try to catch him. Um, Imaj, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm actually sitting in the middle of a restaurant, so that's why it took me a second. Hi, everyone. How is everybody doing tonight? How you doing, Amash? Oh, good. Typical Wednesday night. You know. Had to. So, kicking it, out kicking it. She didn't invite yeah, any I, of us to go. I'm sorry. I apologize. You know, you all were in North Carolina. You know you could be right here with me, and we could have just taken an outing. <laughs> But I'm going to eat this pizza and eat this salad for y'all. Well, you do that. On our behalf. Yes. Because it was a long day. You know, it's hard working from home by yourself. You don't have nobody to talk to. So these little things have to be able to come out and socialize with other people so you don't become antisocial is what I mean. (laughs) 
Well, so Imaj is, is there enjoying a kickback um, on the line with us, having um, a few uh, talking back a few tequilas while we're enjoying um, good Christian fiction here in the studio. Um, so we know who our back lives are. And Wait a minute now. <laughs> Why is she getting back here? <laughs> Sorry, wait a minute. We're discussing why this person is not getting the right to speak. So. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, you know. I mean, and Shakira and I are used to it. You, back, you backslide on us quite a bit. I, I don't, you know what? That's because, you know, sometimes the devil is busy. And... Oh. And I'm just, I'm just become busy, and I sometimes I don't even know. You have to, you have to fight the devil. Interesting choice of words, though. <laughs> you gotta fight the devil because the devil is some probably gonna show up on this phone call sometime soon, and I just, I may be in kickback eating my chicken, not my chicken, but my pizza and my salad. That's how I feel. All right, well, I just want you to know that Taylor said you're going to be sick anyway in two hours. So there. Oh, she does because I'm really not supposed to be eating this pizza. But tell her she didn't have to tell everybody that. Well, she just told everybody in the world, so there you go. That's fine. That's okay. It was good while it was going down. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to mute your pizza eating tequila tossing. You don't have to mute me. I'll mute my line. You won't be able to hear me. Okay, we have a call, and I'm going to take it while we can find it because it drops every time. So, um, Sean, are you on the line this time? Hello. How are you, sir? Hello. I'm on the, I'm here. Can you, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. I'm outside right now. Okay. All right, good enough. How you doing, Sean? What's happening? Not too much, man. Just doing what we normally do on Wednesdays. Yes, so I'm right here with you. So what are we talking about? <laughs> uh, well, this. This particular Wednesday, we are um, discussing the book, Brianna, Christian Fiction, Young Adult Novel. Um, okay, I'll be, I'll be in the discussion. And so we do have L'Oreal here on the, on the call with us. And okay. she is... Can you hear me um, Yes, she can hear you. Yes, oh, I can is. hear you. L'Oreal, what's happening? Hi, how are you? I'm all right. How you doing? I'm fine. Okay, so what's the question, host? Hostess? Yes, sir. Hello? Yeah. We're here. We're listening. Go ahead with your question. Okay, yeah, I'm saying, what's the, what's the question? That's what I'm asking you. 
Oh, what's the question for the? Oh, you you want to participate in the discussion? That's fine. I thought you had a question for Austin. Um, we're talking about what builds character, and specifically here, what feeds the character when we're talking about young adults, because she writes in that genre for um, young adults uh, with her Christian fiction message. And so, what is it that you think feeds the character that is being being developed at that time? Man, okay, so if I'm not mistaken, if not, and if I am, please jump in at any time. But I'm just saying, so what I'm hearing is what builds character. Yes, when we're talking about young adults. Young adults, is what there, builds character? Is there a difference? Is there a difference in what builds character for young adults than adults? Is there a difference? Well, I mean, the only thing that can possibly build character for anybody, I don't care if you're a young adult or an old person such as myself or you or anybody else listening. Watch it. I'm not an old person, homie. I'm I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. But, I mean, all jokes aside, I think the only thing that can build character is experience. You know what I'm saying? You don't get character unless you've been through something, if you've learned something, if you've made mistakes. So really, I guess the takeaway of everything I'm saying out my mouth right now is what builds character is mistakes, and then learning from those mm. mistakes. You can't just keep making the same mistake over and over and over and not learning from it. You understand me? You have to make a mistake and then get the takeaway from the mistake and then be better after you make the mistake. So, you know. I hope I ain't ramble too much for you. I hope you get what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> no, you, no you make, it, it actually makes a lot more sense than you realize, my friend. Okay. Well, I take that. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to um, make too much, you know. ATL, we in your baby east side. What's happening? Oh, God. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. You're a little too rowdy, sir. You said you was much older than our author. You're a little too rowdy to be that old. Oh uh, no, this I mean, I mean, I mean, what is you know what's funny? Even in regards to what you just said. Okay, so what's the takeaway from this? If you say oh, I am too, if you say I am too rowdy, but I'm as old as I am, but I still behave like this. And I'm still conscious, and even the spit knowledge, and it makes sense. What's, oh the, that, what's the takeaway? I'm asking you, host. That, that my takeaway is that you need to settle down a little bit, sir. <laughs> I don't have to settle down because this is clearly a lifestyle. This is this is this is really how I am, and this is really how people live. You know what I'm saying? You don't ever have to settle down. See, you're talking about you 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 giving in to the resistance. Don't get into the resistance. I'm just saying, be as low and be as rowdy if you as you want to be and as you can sustain before it starts to become a you know a hindrance. But if you can be you, and you it can depends be on you, what. You, see, here we go now. We're gonna have this whole hypothetical argument because it depends on what you consider a hindrance. What do you ever actually know what you're hindering if your behaviors turn some things away? That you never acquired yet, you don't know what you're hindering. There might be something waiting for you, but you do all that loud and boisterous, and that thing says, "Oh no, that ain't the type of person that I want to offer this opportunity to." And yeah, they could be misjudging. 
However, that, that opportunity okay. is then gone. So okay, I'm just do I saying. Get the, do, I get, do I get the response? Do I get the response? No, you don't you get the response. Shut up. We continue to all walk around. It's a loss, loss for both of us. You know what I'm saying? So, oh. I mean, if that's how you want to play it, okay. But, I mean, you know. Oh, come on. Don't be sensitive on me. Don't be sensitive I'm not being sensitive. I'm just responding to what, you know what I'm saying, was told to me. You told me to shut up. So, okay, I ain't going to say nothing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was all in fun. It's always oh, okay, so I get to respond for real. That was part of the resistance. Oh, okay, all right. Oh no, because I I don't know because like I, I like I said earlier when we you know I don't know you so I don't know what you know I just respond to what I'm told you know I I do what I'm told that's all I you do. You already told me I was part of the resistance. I mean that was my first perception. You know what I'm saying I I I felt like you was you know that you responded out of resistance. You understand me? But I mean I'm like hey. If you can sustain it, and 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 you you make a valid point though, you know what I mean. There are a lot of people who are just going around and they're just responding out of ignorance and ratchets. And there's a new <laughs> phrase that I just heard here recently. It's called sophista ratchet. Have you heard of that? Sophista ratchet. No. Sophista ratchet. Yeah. Sophista ratchet. Yeah. Unfortunately. You know, Unfortunately, I know what he's talking about. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. You know, that's just, it's like the new thing. That's what I'm just saying. That's like the new thing that you know people are buying into, and that's just the thing they're buying into it. That I didn't, I never said it was right. I'm just saying that's what people are doing. You know what I mean? There's always a choice. There's always wrong. There's always right. And that's just like the late, the latest brand of ratchet. It's called sophista ratchet. If you got money and you're doing things and you're somewhat affluent, but you're still a ratchet person, i.e. basketball wise, i.e. Real, Real Housewives of Atlanta, Doctors of Atlanta, and all these other shows that are coming out. You know what I'm saying? It's a fist of ratchet. That's what you're seeing. That's what people are buying into. So, I mean, that kind of goes back to your question. You know what I mean? you talking about me because I'm a little bit rowdy. I'm rowdy because I can be, and I can sustain it, and I know what's better. But my, the issue should be with all these people who don't know what, what's better and don't know no better, and they doing all this, you know, engaging in all this sophisticated behavior, thinking that they're, they're what's good because they got a little money, and they might have a degree, but they're being ratchet, and they're teaching their kids the same thing, and they can't differentiate between what's real and what's fake, and they don't know no better. That's where your issue should lie with those motherfuckers. I'm sorry, those people, not me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, so here's my question for you, because you made a lot okay. of points. Um, some of them really valid, but do you feel like coining phrases like ratchet that mm, does capture um, the snapshot of a behavior does not feed into how it affects things and makes it trendy? Do you think that helps or hurts? I think it absolutely helps because how can you help those afflicted if you don't speak to them in their language. And then once you have their ear, then you can teach them something different. But in order to reach them, you have to talk to them. You have to be able to communicate with them. If you were to go down to the EBT office or the, I guess it's the, I don't know what it's called. What's, I don't know what the phrase is, but the welfare office, I call it that. And you were to say, okay, 
who wants to learn the latest ratchet ease? Or who wants to learn the latest ratchet, sophisticated ratchet behavior or terminology? There will be more people who turn out for that than if you were to go down to that same office and say, who wants to hear Maya Angelou speak down at the Auburn Avenue Library? She's giving a free, you know, seminar, you know, or maybe she's bringing in, uh, what's his name, uh, what's the guy, Dick Gregory or somebody like that. They don't want to hear that. You have to speak to them in terms that they can understand. You know, I mean, you couldn't even you couldn't even go down there and offer a free dissertation being given by Ronald Martin, and that's the the current host on uh, TV One's you know uh, uh, TV show that come on every morning on TV One at nine a.m. I watch our TV One because I, I ain't never up at nine a.m. But I watch it every day as I'm you know exercising. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, oh, so I'm just saying, you know what I mean, you have to speak to people. So you can't say, oh, do I think I'm hurting or helping? Absolutely. Me, if you, if, and then, too, if you ask somebody in the suburbs, they'll probably say, oh, my God, that's absolutely an, an abhorrent. Never would we say something like that. But I'm, you asking a rowdy person. You tell you all out my mouth, yeah, I'm, I'm hood. So if you want to reach me, you better be able to speak hood, and then we can go on and be corporate from there. But reach wow. me where I'm at. <laughs> and that's wow. what it is. That's what it boils down to, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's intelligent people in the world, myself not excluded. You know what I'm saying? You ain't the only person with a degree. I got a degree from college too, man. So what you saying, dog? And I'm still like wow. this. <laughs> so that's what it is. Wow. That's what it is. I still love you like a play cousin, though. You know, so you want to come to my house and eat some um some turkey for Thanksgiving. Wow. I guess that's a no, huh? You ain't even said nothing yet. You can't even get your I, thoughts. Your thoughts don't got I'm caught. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I am so stuck. I'm so stuck in the vortex right now. I'm stuck. I'm so stuck right now. Like, I can't even Why think you? about some turkey. Are you serious? Why are you all unstuck? Why are you all unstuck? You gave me a headache. See, that's how that's how ahead of you I am. I'm already on Thanksgiving and you still talking about this conversation, man. I'm I'm into the future, dog. Catch up, oh man. Oh my gosh. I'm I'm so you I'm so stuck on some fist of ratchetness that feeds the nation and gets the people out the way for office. I don't know what to do with myself. Okay, so I guess the whole Bitcoin bit just went over your head. You don't even remember that part. I, I'm not. I'm not even gonna talk about that. It's, 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 so that's a different conversation. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, so they just so they talk about the Bitcoin, the new currency that people are being inundated with, and don't even realize that it's happening right now as we speak. I ain't gonna talk about it no more. I'm sorry. Yeah, you're doing too so much right now. Doing? How are you doing? You're doing too much right now. Okay, I'm sorry. You and me going? I'm going to disconnect. I'm outside. It's chilly out here anyway. <laughs> It's not warm outside. I just want you to know that. I got on a jacket and I'm, a hood. I'm I'm just gonna I'm gonna go back to the question hand. With the whole building of character. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna backtrack a little bit 'cause um we got we got we gotta open the we gotta open the door to some craziness. 
And you know what? I don't know if anything can be any worse than what I've had to go today. But oh my God. Ron, I'm sorry. Yo, I'm just saying, Ron has to come in, and, and Ron <laughs> has to spend time on the air, and we got to let Ron in. Okay, but something in my something in my something in my uh, cerebral area is telling me that you and Ron could probably vibe off each other for quite a while. So I probably want to get you off the line when I bring <laughs> Ron on, or the kid and I can just hang up this whole conversation. Because <laughs> <laughs> can't, could you imagine him on the line with Ron? Uh, no, no, that that alone was uh, interesting, at least. I give the man credit. He did have some valid points, but it, it just got a little, it got a little off left somewhere. Wow. <laughs> and you know what? But you know what's the case, though? But you know what's crazy? That was lightweight. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, this is like really how I do. I really think like that. You know what and I, I mean? I feel, I really you. I feel like you, though. That. I feel you. Believe me, I feel you. I mean, you you already claim these shots. That 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 lets me know Decatur, Latonia, Stone Mountain. I'm from the A. I get you, but you know something. You know, so you know, so that's a whole. But see, that's a whole different. You know, I don't know. How, I don't know too many that can rock like that. Especially if they're not from here. You know how that go. <laughs> Yeah, because I'm like, y'all speaking Japanese on me right now. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I said. I understood where it was coming from because I'm from, I'm from the A. It is what it is. I know where he's at. But at the same time, it's like trying to get everybody else to catch up with what's going on down here. It's just going to be a little off-putting sometimes. I tell you what, man, I'm going to go ahead and disconnect and listen to the rest of the show there, man. You know what I'm saying? If you want to holler yeah, you at me. You probably will call back in when Ron gets on the line. I'm not going to let you in. I'm not going to let you play with Ron. It's not happening. It's not going down. I'm not mm-hmm. letting it happen. So you're right, Mr. Um, Sean. We're going to kick you off the line so For Ron sure. can come uh, on. And do not call back in while Ron is on the line because I'm not letting y'all talk at the same Not too much. Everything's everything's everything this week.
That's what them, that's what them East Side boys be doing sometimes. That, but, that, that, <laughs> they may do that, and they, they, they actually may do that. What, what I don't appreciate Shamor doing, though, is trying to uh-uh. associate me and him being on, you know, the exact same identical level. I, I don't know if I appreciate that. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. How you doing, L'Oreal? I'm fine. It's been great hearing you this evening. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, 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 Sean. <laughs> Sorry. I be trying to, I be trying to like, not. I'm trying to approach every show like a new show when Ron comes on. And I try not to have any leftover residual show. No, you're lying. You're lying. You're lying. Every week I get you the same way. He ain't this. All right, so you can't even say that with a straight face, man. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You see, you see, I'm editing myself. I'm being very, you know. Very good with my language right now. I'm very good. Right now. Well, you know, <clears throat> this is your time, Ron, where you get to do your wind up. And Oh, no, 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 no. We're talking about character. You don't want me winding up right now. You don't want that. You don't want none of that. Mm-mm. You don't want that. Don't do that. <laughs> Mm-mm. So character, yeah, yeah. Um, I was listening to him, and he was saying how how basically adversity builds character, and I had to think about that for a second. And well, that's to say that bad times build character, but good times build character too. So now the next thing in my head was, well, everything builds character. Everything you do builds character. When you throw garbage on the floor, that builds character. In a negative way, when you when you help a lady, when you give her your seat on the train, that builds character. So everything you do is a step towards building your character, in my humble estimation. That's I can it. get with that. You does? That's all. Don't 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 do it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm being nice. We got company. We got sanctified <laughs> company at that. That's why I'm being nice. <laughs> Hi, Ron. Hi, Ron. Oh, Lord. Here go the pizza lady. <laughs> How are you, Ron? How you doing, Amash? That's why I'm so... Awesome. And that's why I try to tell him. I'm like, yeah, you're going to put my order in? Fine. I'm about to say, good Lord. It ain't so... Can I get a tea? It ain't going with you. It ain't going with you. Yeah. Two more. Yes, my goal is still to pay. My goal is to pay my order. Y'all still here? Y'all still here? I'm here. Okay. I, 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 I thought I was bugging for a second. I'm in a twilight zone. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I was about to say it kind of it kind of faded the back for a minute. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, oh my goodness! It's every time I have to be. I don't know. It's it's all Ron's fault. Nothing happens sure, blame like me. that. The Ron gets. Yeah, nothing happens like that. You get on the air, Ron. Yeah, but Rock Michelle getting divorced too. That's my fault. That's not happening. So shut your mouth. 
Okay, yeah, whatever. Everything is my fault. You know what? Don't you take it back. I'm just trying to build your character. But just take it back. I'm giving you adversity. Just take it back. Anyway. So what are your estimations, Shamor? You know what? You know what? You know what? You know what, Ryan? You know what, Ryan? You're pushing buttons. You're pushing buttons. I'm just telling you, be careful who you mess with. You don't know me like that. <laughs> we have company. Proceed, sir. No, I, I mean, I was basically just giving my synopsis on character. That's all it was. My question to you is what do you think are the, some of the steps towards building character? You know what? I think, um, I mean, I, it's kind of, you know, like everybody else. It's the good couple with the bad, I think, is what builds character. Um, everything that I go through, and then everything that I achieve builds character. So, so now you're just saying what I said. Okay, anyway, Shakira, no, you I'm not saying what you bring said. something to the table, You, you didn't invent all the words in the world? Like, you think I'm creating some new words you never said before? Oh, no, you know I could come up with a new word, but I, we got company. I'm trying to keep my, my language proper. You know what? Nothing works for you. <laughs> Nothing works for you. Uh, we just lost Shakira. Dang it. I'm on the line with only Ron and Lorella's not. Yeah, you're not ready for Ron. Ron's actually being really, really good. He's being really good. But yes. he's not the guy that you want to be on the line with alone. He not always needs a chaperone. So, L'Oreal, you said you're uh, in your early 20s? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and and what, I mean, I know you said that you wanted to uh, 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 give the glory, but what really made you want to write? What got you to writing? Um, I've always wanted to write. Ever since I was younger, I just felt like, I was, I was like, okay, well, I'm bored, so let me let me write. So I came up with, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to write urban fiction, so let me do something different. So I'm on with Christian fiction. Okay. And was that the first option, or did you try something else first? Yeah, it was the first option. Okay, so you don't got no manuscripts about no other kind of genres and nothing like that? No. Why are you laughing, Shamor? Why are you laughing? Because remember, remember when you tested this stuff out on me? You're like, hey, I'm going to send you something. Remember? So I just don't want you to. Just don't ask her. I don't just know don't if I want to continue her. this conversation. I think I'm about to drop off to it in a second. Click. No, drop off. no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, don't, don't tell her the name of your book or anything. Because I don't think she's old enough to even know the name of your book. Hey, 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 hey. By the time I was 22, matter of fact, I ain't even going to say nothing. My bad. Anyway, um, so, yeah. You probably need her. You probably need, you probably need this book yourself. This, this I, is actually, what you need to you want to know what's funny? Right now, the book that I'm reading is about the Nicene Conference in 325 A.D. So, so I'm actually reading a very religious article right now. <sighs> Thank you. My prayers have been answered. See? He's an old-time God. 
I tell you every time. That's what I needed you to be. Sanctified and holy with our gifts. Isn't that what you, you are? are? Mm-mm-mm. You are something yeah. else, Miss Books. I'm just, <laughs> just saying. Miss <laughs> um, Taylor is on the line, and are you calling in to speak with our guest, Taylor? Hello, hello, everyone. Hi. Good evening, Taylor. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? I'm actually interested to find out what you think builds character. Because I've heard everyone else, but I haven't heard what you think builds character in people. Ron, shut up. Me? Oh, my No, not you, Shamor. Okay. Okay. Um, I will go with everyone else. Circumstances and experience build character for me. So whatever you've been through, you know, it builds your character to where you want to get to or, you know, what eventually you want to become. So I would say experience builds character. Okay. Okay. And also, have you um, have you considered, being that this is your first novel, have you considered um, making writing more, or are you just content with this one and seeing where it goes and then, you know, see what happens? Um, I'm, I plan on writing many more books, so this okay. is not going to be the only one. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. No, which is good. Which is good. We're glad, glad to have you. You want to write in the same genre? You want to step outside of this genre and do something else? Or is this like going to be a mainstream thing for you? Um, right now it's going to be a mainstream. I'll step out there when I feel confident enough to like write mystery or something. I just don't. I just need it to flow. I don't want to write something mm-hmm. and not be good. So okay. right now I'm just gonna stick with Christian fiction. I can understand that. <clears throat> Something it was it was what was flowing. Okay, so you staying true to to your creative um, space. So that's that's important. Juan, do you stay true to anything? Once again. You're the way answer. you ask that question, you're trying to say something without saying something. No, I just asked the question, and you, like, hesitated. Like, you had to think about, you know, your own character or whatever. Okay, Shamor, Shamor, I don't say this often. I, I've never said this since I've been listening well, to you, the show. Maybe, but. Taylor, maybe, Taylor, Taylor, maybe, maybe we should just talk about it later. No, 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 no. I'm sure, Taylor... Is appropriate with the language that she is about to use. Go right ahead and say what you want to say, Taylor. Please say it. Taylor, Since you don't say it often. Since it's not said often, Taylor, she might as well say it. Taylor, wait a minute. Think about the long haul here. I mean, what better time in the future? I mean, excuse me, the present. We'll never, we'll never, we'll never, exactly. We'll never, we'll never get this ground back, ever. <laughs> Ever. No, I, I got no, 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 no. I got it. I got it. It's okay. No, she got it. She got it. She got mm-hmm. it. I think for the last fifteen, twenty minutes or so, I think that Ron 
has not been a porch monkey. And he actually made a very good point. The last 15, 20 minutes or so. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. And that maybe for the next two and a half minutes, we could give him a little break. Okay. Okay. They want me to. We got company. We got company. Oh, man. We got company. I'm being nice, Shamor. I just said something nice about you And now you what is, what, is, what is the problem What's wrong I just said for the last 15-20 minutes You wasn't a my porch monkey My character is being built like, right like, now like, Right now my character is being built Right now Wait a minute What happened Uh-oh. 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 Oh, 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 no, it's not, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. Oh. I'm take everything off. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did she come in to, like, to regulate? No, she chimed in because she heard porch monkey, but it's okay. Hold on. Taylor no, it's a Boston bell right there. She came in. She came in. She's like, wait a minute. What did he do? Did you see that? No, he didn't do anything. It's okay. Go back to your pizza. It's okay. It's gone now. I only just ate the pepperoni and cheese. Wow. Very interesting. It looks like, okay, well. But I can't eat the, I can't eat the bread in <laughs> What kind of place is this? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Get it. Whoa. In this corner. I know what's going on. Yeah, Okay, I'm not laughing at you. No, I didn't call him. I said that he was sort of kind of behaving. Oh, okay. Yeah, I said he was. Yeah, he, was had a good, he wasn't one. He had a good comment. Like, yeah. he was saying that he wasn't being a, a porch monkey. And she was choosing her words. See, what really happened is that you, somebody was too busy chewing their pizza, they couldn't hear what was being said. That's where the real mistake came in right there. So Imaj is is gonna um in the words of GTA right in the words of GTA she gonna mute her mic. Please, please, I beg of you, I beg of you. Yes, ma'am. And and I'm gonna lay off of Ron because. So, we good? Yes, I'm here. I'm here. So everybody's good? Like, nobody's fighting anymore? We good? No. 
No, I, you know, today has been pretty peaceful. I mean, you know, for the most part. I'm actually very proud of her. I actually am. Okay. Well, that's that's good. That's good. Um, wine. Yes, ma'am. What are some things that built your character when you were in middle school? When I was what? In middle school. <laughs> in middle high school. school. Oh, uh, high school. Well, I don't know if you want to go to middle school. That's that's a little convoluted because being a, a boy in the black part of Brooklyn, I went to school in the white part of Brooklyn, so it was very racist. And um, so that right there gave me certain viewpoints, uh, uh, you know. And then, of course, you know, I, I haven't always been this physical stud muffin that I am today. So you oh, Wait a minute. Pineapples. <laughs> Pineapples. Wait a minute. <laughs> You know, growing up, growing up, you know, Wait you know, a minute. have to grow into our looks, you know. So I, I may oh have had God. that little awkward stage. No, no, I wasn't ready. No, <laughs> I, I was trying to breathe. He took that away from me. Okay, um, you you were saying a stud must. Oh. I mean, I just, Don't I mean, I'm, I'm just using the terminology that I've heard thrown at me. I'm, 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 I didn't Don't, make this up. Are you sure? Are you sure it was thrown it. at you and not somebody behind you? It was thrown at you and not somebody behind you. Oh no, she threw it at you? me. Oh no, she threw I it mean, at me. Is she blind? Or and does she nope. have like a, a a disability or something? Or there's no accounting for what people see in their own mirrors. Go ahead, listen, please listen, continue. Listen. Listen, hey, hey, don't, don't, don't be hating the disabled people. They need love too. I'm not. I'm not. By all means, I know they need love. They need extra hugs and kisses. But I'm just trying to and figure out why know. she called you. Right, right. What do we and know you about know me? Yeah, Ron does not discriminate. There you go. No, he's like Granny. So yeah, you're right. Exactly. He like Granny like, and everything. Oh my else. gosh, she had no teeth. Great grandma. She don't have teeth. So we're talking about the same guy. So Hey, 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 we got company. I know. I'm just saying it's the same guy. That's all I'm okay. saying. But and I, okay, I mean, so and proceed with the stud muffin esque conversation. I mean even so little character things, like, was built. Like in high school. I I lived in, in one part school. of the city, I went to school in another part of the city. So just going every day built something that, you know, you have to get up and do something every day. A lot of people, you know, they don't have that in their character. So, you know, just things that you do during your life that you grow up, it helps build your character. Okay. So so what 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 experiences maybe, Ron, did you experience? Because well, in the book Brianna this is White not, the this message, is not my on, psychologist. I'm asking you a question. So in the book, Brianna White, one of the messages that L'Oreal included was forgiveness. What are some of the things that you had to be forgiven for? Uh, they ain't forgive me yet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they still mad at me. Matter of fact, they ain't talking to me now. Uh, I, I mean, listen. I've I've done some 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 crazy, yeah. Anyway, um, so forgiveness. <laughs> that's 
See, that's a touchy subject because some things shouldn't be forgiven, in my estimation. Uh-oh. Some, some things, things shouldn't be forgiven. forgiven. This sounds yes. like a direct contrast to the whole purpose of her novel, which is that you should it, forgive. It, 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 it may be. It, it may be. Um, personally, um, certain things that are done to certain people who are helpless, you can't forgive a person of power to do something to something. In other words, R. Kelly can never be forgiven for me. Y'all can dance to his music if y'all want to. Y'all can download it, do whatever. He will never be forgiven by me. And I feel totally comfortable with that, and I think my maker's cool with that. But that's me. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I never I never was a fan of his music. And then after that whole fiasco, I just, like, everyone was so excited when he dropped, well, I don't know if I could say the name of the album, but the album that he has out now, you know, the things on it I was like everyone was rushing to go buy it and I was like I don't care like I never supported anything he did after that whole fiasco so I oh god once again I I have to agree with Ron oh my god is that a plus plus even in a minute she's gonna be gay you can't you got one more plus. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can't say that. You can't, you can't say, say that. You can't say that on the phone last. Say that tonight. I'm going to say it. The careful. people ladies back again. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> I have been listening. I heard what you said about R. Kelly. I was, and I didn't say anything about your plus pluses or nothing. I think that might be a little right if R. Kelly was an average guy, and I even asked my friends that I'm sitting here having dinner with tonight. If he was the average guy, he would still be in jail for anything. Well, he would be in jail for whatever he's done. So, Ron, you have to be Don't act like that. I was trying to agree with you. Unfortunately, I can't hear you agree with me past the Rocky Bells and the, and the waiters in the background, so pardon me. My apologies. I do not like you, Ron. That's okay. You know how many other people don't like me either? I don't, I don't like you. And trust me, I actually liked them before. You see, this is what I'm talking about. Dang, Apollo Creed. What's going on? What the bell? Really? <laughs> right, exactly. We, we got to put, we gotta put up with this on a Wednesday night. <laughs> I found that bell for you guys. I was like, every show at the end of the show is going down. Somebody's a porch monkey. Somebody's going to get stabbed. And I was like, I need to let everybody know. This is what we do. Like, at the end of the show, Ron messes up everything. So I got the, some boxing bells. When you say this is what we do, who exactly is we? Ron. <laughs> y'all are my family. So y'all are part of me. We're all extensions of each other. Oh, Lord. So even I'm though right. I'm always innocent, it is part 
of us. The we us that is us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just claiming all of this we usness. And so, Gloria, okay. I was trying to get Ron to confess some of the things that he has to ask forgiveness of because I wanted to see if he feels like any of that would have been affected maybe in his youth if he had, you know, this genre available to him and he actually read it, would he then, you know, maybe have done less sophisticated, wretched stuff, (laughs) you know? Ron, would you have? Like, if you had a good book that taught you morals and values because you had none, like, would you have done better? Well, well, one, um, I don't appreciate that again. Once again, <laughs> once again, wait, ring the bell. Ding, ding, unappreciated comment. Ding, ring it. Go ahead, for yourself. No, no, um, no, this is not an attack on you or any kind. It's a hypothetical question. I, now, I hear you, but, I mean, I, I'm not that religious, but there's always a good book that <laughs> you can read. There's always been a book. <laughs> but that being said, if there was a book for kids, the uh, young adults, yeah, 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 sure. I mean, I've I read a lot coming up. I didn't read anything that was what they call self-help nowadays. It wasn't anything like that when we was kids, or excuse me, when I was a kid. But, um, you know, sure, I don't see why I'm actually working on something along those lines also. So, so, so it definitely oh my is something God. that is needed. You're writing something for kids? Um, specifically for boys, but yes, absolutely. I'm afraid. Be very afraid. Yes, be very afraid. The truth hasn't been told very well. You know what? (laughs) All right. We got a new sound effect. The fact that you're writing something is worthy of a couple of applause. So, there you go. I think that L'Oreal has been an inspiration just tonight alone. If you're actually writing something that kids can read, because that thing that you sent me earlier, like, they couldn't even read the title of that book aloud. So the fact that you have compiled several words that the kids can read is worthy of applause. And I, I really want to thank L'Oreal for, you know, inspiring you to embrace that. Because you never told us that before tonight. I don't even like you, Shamor. How about that? How about that? I don't even like you. But at least you're doing something for the kids. I'm just saying. I like the kids. I like the kids. The kids are important. (laughs) So, Gloria, if you could leave everybody with a parting, impactful, like you could, this is your opportunity to stand on your soapbox and express to the group of listeners what you offer and why they should take your material to their kids. Like what, use this moment to say, you know, maybe what you see the need or what, what you're hoping to accomplish or what those kids would gain or go ahead and take this moment and kind of, do that promotion bit. 
for well, Brianna White? Well, once again, my name is L'Oreal. Um, I have a book out called Brianna White. It's for the youth. And basically it's empowering them all to go forth in whatever it is that they want to do, have faith and forgive everyone. Well, yeah, everyone. Because um, you never know when you're going to need someone. So if you're walking around with unforgiveness in your heart, then and you need them, you haven't forgiven you haven't forgave them yet. So just go ahead and forgive them, and always pray, and just keep your faith and never give up. Just go after your dreams, whatever. If someone says you know you can't do it, just prove them wrong. But keep God first because when you try to lean on your own understanding. It won't work. It won't work. And if you try to do things on your own, it won't work as well as you thought it would. So just keep God first. And, yeah, that's about it. Keep God first and go after for what you want, no matter what, and never, ever give up. Okay. And they can find you and your work where? Um, Right now on Amazon and Nook for two ninety nine, And please leave your reviews. And recommend it to a friend or family member. You never know who you can influence. Okay. And you, where can they find things about L'Oreal, the author? Right now on my Facebook page, um, Instagram, which is author L'Oreal. My my Facebook page is Facebook slash El Baloo. And, um, yeah. Well, we thank you so much for being well, Can I ask her one question before she leaves? Uh, well, yes, I, you can definitely ask her a question. Um, well, it's like a two-part question. The first part is, um, I, I'm assuming that you that you normally that you regularly go to church. Am I? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. And how is your church and the congregation? How have they reacted to your book? They actually liked it. They said it was kind of. They was like, oh, my gosh, but, I mean, it happened. So the stuff that I wrote about happened. So, I mean, they liked it. They were real supportive of it. And you said they said, oh, my God. What in the book makes them say, oh, my God? Just the way that I described what happened and how it happened, I guess it was, it took them by surprise that I would actually write something like that. So, but, I mean, I had to describe it, so... But other than that, it they liked it. It was pretty good. Okay, okay. I was just curious about that. You know, sometimes people who you worship with, they may look at that and look at it a little different, especially for someone who they actually see on a, a, a weekly basis or a regular basis. Mm-hmm. That was a good question, Ron. I'm so proud of you. So... Gloria, I'm going to go ahead and let you go, <clears throat> and we're going to kind of wrap up everything. We, um, we're we glad to have you on, and thank you so much for rescheduling and being available to us. And thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Don't be a stranger. You can find us every Wednesday. So we want to call in. We're here. Okay, I'll definitely call in. And forgive me for what you might hear in future weeks. (laughs) Okay. I didn't hear what he said, but I'm going to let you go. Thank you again. And we're going to go ahead and um, wrap some things up. I 
because of how God favors me, I was left on the line with only Ron. So that means I really need to wrap up and get off here. Because I have nobody now, and this is a scared? horrible combination. Scared? You intimidated? Am I, am I intimidating you? I got you feeling nervous? A, no, no, you make me nervous never. Mm, you, I wonder about that. You make my butt itch, Ron. That's how great this is for me right now. <laughs> you just I mean, there's, 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 it, it ain't your feet. I mean, I take the butt. I take that. Uh, I take it. That's a plus. That's a plus. You said on air. I take the butt. You. Right, because you are a girl, Dingleberry. You ain't a boy. No, no, no. I think that came out so clear and easy. You you said that before. You said that before. That just sailed smooth out your lips. I'm talking to you, not Shakir. (laughs) What's going on? Get it together, woman. What's wrong with you? But, well, you know, I've been, I've had to be good. I had to be good tonight. And so... Yeah, it was the struggle. So I was good tonight. And, yeah, and then you so was I. I think I was line. very good. I think you were very good, too. Like, you were so good, I wanted to kill you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So this is hard, like, trying to – I didn't really get the one down. You see, I, I'm so – like, I've laughed so hard that I need to get off the phone and really go to bed. But I didn't get to do that today because we had to be – Good and sh- good and so you know. <laughs> anyway, next week, um, and I don't want to lie, but I think we have, um, I think we have a guest next week, which would mean we would have to be behave again. Um, we got grown folks to guess, or we got sanctified guests. <laughs> oh no! Wait. Nobody's next week, so that means Ron's gonna make up for this week. So, are you supposed to be Dear Lord. Yeah, she's going to Charlotte. Yeah. Dear Lord. Did oh, you, Lord. you know, on that note. On that note, the pizza lady. Dear Lord, Frank Ryan. The pizza lady. Well, so, wrapping up the lesson since we're already over. So, next week. We don't have a guest booked yet unless someone kind of, you know, rescheduled. But then in the rest of the month of April, we do have other guests, so we'll have to behave again. So take next week to get it all out because we've got to act right. Um, next month is my favorite month in the whole wide world. Is it? Yes, it's two things in next month. It's poetry month and it's my birthday. Awesome. You have a great month for your birthday. That's awesome. Yes. So so Ron is going to I'm gonna pay Ron to do a, a little dance for you. He'll record it, we'll put it on your Facebook page. And it'll be my birthday present to you. <laughs> little dance, a little the wine porch monkey something jiggle or something. We'll call it something. And it'll be just you. You in, Ron? 
I mean, you don't got me on the phone on Thursday morning talking this kind of fuckery. You don't have me on the phone talking this kind of fuckery. Is that a yes? Sure, why not? Sure, why not? Let's do it. You guys have a great night. Same to you. And um, give give me a slice to go. And we shall return this next weekend. Lord have mercy. Have a great Wednesday, Thursday morning, whatever you want to call it at this point. And good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night.